are listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. Thank you for joining us for Plano Pulse, recorded here at the Plano Chamber office located in the Legacy Texas Business Center. I'm Lamont Thomas, 2019 board chair of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Kelly Marcellus, interim president and CEO of the Plano Chamber. This podcast is brought to you by WorkSuites. WorkSuites full-service offices, meeting rooms, and co-working spaces are move-in ready with no long-term lease and minimal upfront capital. Check out any of their 15 DFW locations at WorkSuites.com. Let's introduce you to today's guest, Rachel Izagiri, is a community outreach librarian for the Plano Public Library. In her role, Rachel is part of a team of librarians coordinating library events out in the community. She manages the library's social media and grant projects and creates marketing materials and signage for the system. Rachel is also serving a second year as chair of the Young Professionals of Plano Executive Committee and represents the program as a member of the Plano Chamber's Board of Directors. Please join us in welcoming Rachel Izagiri. Thank you. Rachel, can you start by giving us a quick Plano Public Libraries 101, what services you provide, the number of locations, the size of the team, the staffs, the libraries, and so on? Definitely. Plano Public Library is made up of five locations across the city, and any Plano resident can reach a library within five miles of their home. The libraries have been in Plano over 50 years, and we have about 180 employees from people who select and order materials, to those on the floor who can help you with any of your questions and needs, and of course our outreach team. Your libraries provide a variety of services, including a vast collection of materials to check out in print and digital. And you can come to us with your research or business questions, attend an educational event for yourself or your family, work from our libraries, and even have our outreach team at one of your events. Well, and to add on that, we when most people think library, I would guess that they are mainly thinking books. And of course, we know you love books, but we also know that libraries are so much more. What are some of the other programs and services that the Plano Public Libraries provide outside of just checking out books or electronic materials? Say we definitely have books, hundreds of thousands of them on the shelves and online. But we also want our community to know that we're more than books. You'll see that all across our marketing, on our outreach fan. It's called the More Than Books fan. (laughs) So at the Plano Public Library, you can utilize our computers and Wi-Fi. You can access invaluable databases for professional development and business reference resources. You can learn how to edit photos and create videos in some of our spaces and classes. Meet new friends while attending a parenting workshop or job search seminar. Check out a STEAM kit. There's so much you can do at the library that's more than books. And all of our events are free. And if you live in Plano and some of our surrounding cities, you can get a free library card. Oh, really? One of the amazing things about Plano is that it is such a diverse city. How does the library approach providing programs and services that are inclusive and bring together our community? As the community library, we want to meet the needs of our diverse citizens in whatever way possible. This includes offering English as a second language and citizenship classes bilingual story time so children can learn a new language at an early age, and celebrating a variety of cultural holidays. We also have foreign films, bilingual backpacks, and books for kids and adults in other languages, including Chinese, Hindi, and Spanish, which are some of the most spoken languages in Plano other than English. 
Recently, we received a grant from the Texas Book Festival to begin an Urdu collection, as we saw the number of Urdu speakers in Plano is just as many as Hindi, a collection we already have. We can barely keep these books on the shelves. They are so popular. Well, I learned something new today. I didn't know the library offered that. Yeah, and I have a quick question with that. So the, you mentioned children and the language kids. Are those available for adults as well? Anyone can check out any of the items. You don't have to be a kid. Okay. So, Rachel, I know a big area of focus for you and your role is the library's STEAM programs. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that includes and how our listeners can access those resources? So STEAM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, and Math, and it has been a major focus of programs in our collection over the past five years or so. We offer a few dozen programs each season uh, focusing on STEAM. That's 3D printing classes, robotics and art workshops, and coding. We've developed a majority of these, of these programs for the whole family to learn together, though we also have some specific to preschoolers as well as adults. Another way to access STEAM through the library is with our STEAM kits. I mentioned those earlier. So these are uh, kits that you can check out and take home. They have a book, DVD, and some sort of activity that you can do to learn something. And the topic may be about the human body. It may be about building a robot. There's so many different topics you can learn. So Rachel, another part of your job is grant writing, which helps you raise the funds to create amazing programs like what you're doing in the STEAM area. We'd love to know more about what grants you're working on now. So I've been a grant writer for the libraries for the past three years, and we've had some interesting projects come across. Our grant projects typically stem from trends we see in the Plano community, citizen comments and requests, as well as what libraries are doing across the nation. We recently finished up a grant with the Texas State Library and Archives Commission which with the funding, we were able to get two additional 3D printers in our libraries and host programs to teach people how to do 3D design. I also mentioned the Urdu collection earlier, and we have more books on the way from that grant. Uh, the next grant project that we're working on is a financial education exhibit and program series called Thinking Money for Kids. This kicks off in spring 2020 with a national exhibit from American Libraries Association and FINRA coming to Haggard Library in April. So out of curiosity, those two that you mentioned, those grants, especially the one on financial for kids, do you partner with the school district at all to, to do field trips to the library to uh, show the programs or take the programs on the road to schools? We definitely talk to the schools about what we have, that it's coming, that they can bring people, we can give them a tour. Uh, we also, when we're out in the community, talk to them about it so that parents will know that it exists and they can come to the library and go see the exhibit. Excellent. So as grant writing, as a grant writer, not every grant do you get, but there are some that you get that you're so excited, like, wow, we nailed that one. That was perfect. That's exactly what we want. Do you have one of those grants? I definitely do. So this was with the Texas State Library and Archives Commission again. And two years in a row, we received a grant up to $150,000, and it was specifically for art. So we talked to different people in the community about having art at the library being a focus and what that could look like. So this included an artist in residency program, which brought in local artists to teach all ages how to do their art. We installed art exhibit spaces at all of our locations. So local artists, if they want to hang their artwork, their photography, their paintings, we have space for them. And then staff created art workshops for preschoolers through adults to learn any type of art. Watercolor was a very popular one, actually. And then we included art into our STEAM kit collection. So we have different kits you can check out to learn about music, watercoloring, calligraphy, and many more. 
Rachel, I learned so much about everything that's going on at the library, but it's it's a lot of events, it's a lot of information. How do you how does how does someone like me, a Plano citizen, keep up to date with what's going on? How do we find what's happening at the library? So we have our website through the city of Plano, of course. You can follow us on all major avenues of social media at Plano Library. We also have a monthly e-newsletter that you can sign up for, and it'll go straight to your inbox telling you what's happening that month. Before we take our break, we can't have a librarian on the podcast without asking, what are you reading right now, and what's your favorite podcast, besides this one, of course? So I'm reading constantly. I am a librarian, but I also work at a library, thanks to the thousands of ebooks and audiobooks we have on hand. But one of my favorite items to check out is our cookbooks. I love cooking, I love trying new food and new recipes, and borrowing newest cookbooks from the library means I'm not spending 30 to 40 bucks on a new cookbook when I could take home 10 at a time. I actually just two days ago returned like six cookbooks that I had at home and I have another half dozen waiting for me to look through. Because I am reading so much, I don't listen to too many podcasts besides this one, of course. Uh, but I do listen to Inside Plano, which is a City of Plano-run podcast that helps you hear about all things happening across our vast city. So, Rachel, you mentioned ebooks. I don't sure. I'm not sure most of our listeners understand that they can check out ebooks from the library. Is that becoming more and more a greater demand for ebooks at the library versus folks coming in and, and getting the actual book? Actually, as far as I can recall, our print. Like physical books are still getting checked out more than ebooks. Really? That people love holding a book in their hand, turning the pages, putting a bookmark in. But we do have a lot of people that use our ebooks, which there's an app you can download. It's the Libby app. And with your library card, you just sign in and you can start downloading. And they're audiobooks and ebooks. So if you want to be in the car and listen to the book, you can just hook it up to your Bluetooth and get going. That's good to know that people still want to hold a book. Oh, yeah. So next up, we'll be talking to Rachel about all things YPP. That's Young Professionals of Plano. But first, let's take a quick break for a message from the presenting sponsor, Plano Pulse Work Suites. Are you looking for a place to get your work done? Work Suites is not only impressive looking, they also offer affordable, full-service offices, meeting rooms, and co-working spaces that are designed for privacy, productivity, and professionality. Available furnished or unfurnished, these turnkey offices are move-in ready today with no long-term lease commitment and minimal upfront capital. Contact WorkSuites.com or call 888-312-WORK to check out any of their three Plano locations or 15 DFW area locations. That's 888-312-WORK or WorkSuites.com. Welcome back to Plano Pulse. We're here with Rachel Izagiri. Rachel, thanks again for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. So let's switch gears. When you're not at work, you're serving as the chair for the Young Professionals of Plano, or as we call it, YPP, which is a program of the Plano Chamber of Commerce. Can you share with our listeners a quick overview of what YPP is all about? YPP is focused on personal and professional development for young professionals under 40, and our goals are to develop emerging leaders, attract and retain diverse talent for our city, and promote community engagement. So, Rachel, you've been involved with the YPP Executive Committee for about three years now. Is that correct? Yes. How have you seen the program evolve over those years? So when I first started attending YPP events, and even when I joined the committee, we mostly focused on networking. 
However, over the past few years, we've added community volunteering through service projects and professional development through our View from the Top series and Meet the Executives. We take the time after each event to talk with attendees about what they liked about it, suggestions for changes, and what we should do next. This helps us plan for repeat events and develop ideas for future programs. So is there a program or event that you find especially meaningful for young professionals? So any of our events that help our young professionals learn about the community in which they work and perhaps live is particularly meaningful to me. Each year we host Meet the Elected Officials, which connects YPPers to local representatives from the city, county, and schools, and informs them about the election process, different levels of office, and expectations. We also host a nonprofit board fair to connect YPPers to local organizations who are helping the community. At this fair, each nonprofit has the opportunity to discuss their organization, who they help, what they do, and how our young professionals can participate. Now, I know YPP hosts some really fun happy hour events, but we also just heard about all the great uh, education and professional development that happens through these events and service on the board. How has your involvement in YPP supported your, your own professional development? By being part of the executive committee, I've been able to broaden my leadership and team building skills, make connections across a variety of organizations and corporations, and bring the library to a group of people who may not know what's in their backyard. Part of what I and my team do for the library is nurture local partnerships. This past summer, YPP hosted a new series, View from the Top. This program allowed a small group of young professionals the opportunity to connect with vice presidents, partners, and CEOs of local business. At the first event with Boeing, William Ampofo spoke about his love of talking about STEM careers with kids. Since you know that we love STEAM at the library, uh, we have a series of workshops called Wonder Cafe, which brings STEAM professionals to the library to talk about what they do in their career and how kids can apply that in their school and career seeking for the future. So we connected with Boeing about a potential partnership, and just this last weekend, they were at the library talking to all ages about space exploration, aviation, national defense, and GPS. And it was a packed room. That's great. So Rachel, we have all been to countless seminars and presentations about generations in the workplace and millennials. What are the most common misconceptions about millennials that you wish would go away or that you hope YPP can work to disprove? The number one misconception I wish would go away is that we're lazy. I think millennials are some of the hardest workers that you'll ever have. They have side hustles, they're girl bosses, they're volunteering in their community. We are dedicated to doing work we love and providing a better place for those around us. As YPP chair, you sit on the big board of directors. What's it like serving on the board of directors for the Plano Chamber? At first, it was really intimidating because, I mean, young professional in a room full of very important people in my mind. I mean, they are very important Well, at least people. you didn't call them old. <laughs> Some other young people in there. But it's actually really interesting because there's so many different people representing different areas of, of business and organization on the board that you just get to see the different perspectives of anything that's happening in the city at the time. You also get updates from Plano ISD and the city of Plano and Collin College, which is also interesting. So looking forward, what do you hope to see for YPP in the next several years? Are there any dream programs that you hope future YPPers will launch? So we're working on incorporating more professional development into our annual events, including a half-day summit in spring 2020. 
but I think that this is something that can get bigger. The half-day summit should eventually be a whole-day conference, and we can include professional development elements into even our networking events, something as simple as a 10 to 15-minute bit about elevating your brand or elevator speeches by local experts is something I'd like to see at our future events. Very doable. Question for you. Yes. I just found out that you like to do road trips. I you do. and your husband like to pack up the dogs and do road trips. Yes. Can you share some of your favorite trips? So we actually have a road trip planned coming up soon that we are going to take two weeks to drive up to Oregon and Washington to see some friends and then come down the California coast back to Texas. And we're going to stop at some national forests along the way, do lots of hiking, all sorts of outdoorsy things. That sounds great. That's actually one of my bucket list trips is to go from Seattle to San Francisco on the PCH. So you'll have to tell me all about it. That's part of it. And there's no stopping at libraries looking for jobs along the way. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely stopping at libraries, though. That is a uh, librarian travel thing to do is to look at the local library. Now, how did you plan this trip? So we actually use a lot of resources from the library, oddly enough. Uh, We have a lot of travel guides and resources that you can take with you or ebooks as well that are nice to flip through and see what we need to go to on the way there and back. And a perfect opportunity for audiobooks too. Yes, definitely. As chair of YPP and a young professional living in Plano, what are some of your favorite places or what would you recommend someone new to town checking out? There's definitely two areas of town to check out downtown historic Plano. They have some great restaurants, pubs, stores to go visit. And then you also have your West Plano Shops of Legacy, Legacy West. It's all sorts of newer stuff, but new restaurants come in. There's lots of good food to try and shops to do as well. Any favorite restaurant? I really like Jorg's in downtown Plano because my husband and I have gone to Germany three times. It was our honeymoon. And then we've gone back twice since then. And the Bavarian food there just takes us back. Well, fun. How fitting this October and Oktoberfest. Yes. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so, Rachel, you mentioned outreach programs as part of what you do and your team. Can you speak to any programs you've done with YPP? Yeah. So the last three years, we have not only made connections at the different networking events to then do outreach at future Live After Fives and networking events. Uh, we did one at Hub Street in downtown Plano. So we had a table there. We told people about the library, what we do, and signed them up for library cards. And then this last February, we, for Live After Five, went to Mudleaf Coffee, just here in Central Plano. And we made Valentines with, I think it was 30, 40 young professionals to give to a memory care facility. And that was my first YPP event. And I had so much fun making Valentines. Now, besides YPP, or local businesses, can they connect with the library to do similar type of outreach programs? Yes. On our website, you can request the outreach team come to your event. And we've gone to Pizza Hut, Hewlett Packard. We also go to nonprofits such as the Brain Injury Network of Dallas and Chase Oaks Community Center in downtown Plano to do computer classes. We go to schools all the time. They have family fairs and career days, and we're there constantly. Well... That's about all the time we have for today. Rachel, thanks again for coming in today and sharing some of the great things going on with both the Plano Public Libraries and Young Professionals of Plano. Thanks so much for having me. We also want to give special thanks to WorkSuites for their partnership as the presenting sponsor of Plano Pulse. 
WorkSuite's offices are the perfect balance between private and shared office space with a community of inspiring professionals serious about getting real work done. Check out all 15 DFW locations at WorkSuites.com. Want to join WorkSuites as a Plano Pulse sponsor and get your business in front of our listeners? Contact the Chamber to learn more. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think. Download the Plano Chamber app for easy listening. Share with your friends and colleagues. And be sure to tune in for our next episode.